Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular episode, we will be recapping the challenge season 36, Double Agents, episode 12, Tinker Taylor, Bunny Spy? Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Instead of Soldier Spy? I've never seen Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, but I also don't remember seeing a bunny in last night's episode, but I guess the only way to find out is to get into this recap. In classic challenge fashion, the episode started with a good old-fashioned what happened last week, and we'll just let you know right off the bat that Big T and CT won the daily. That's right, they are the double agents. Nam is in back pain. That's important. He's been talking about it for a couple of weeks weeks now ct since he's in a position to put himself into the crater and go for the gold skull he's asking the whole house to give him the goof aka josh, josh. the house instead divide, decides to vote in devin and his partner gabby and that vote came down to one person who was that person Dun, 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 dun. Durrell. That's right. Durrell was the swing vote. CT doesn't want to go against Devin. That's his really only friend in the house. Other important things that happened last week are that Lolo leaves the show and now Nam is a rogue agent. That means Corey and Nam both don't have partners. Hmm. That can't possibly work. What are they going to do? The episode ends with the last week's episode ended and the recap ended with the security breach alarm going off in the crater with everyone being there. What will we learn from the security breach? Ooh, it's going to be a spooky time, folks. It's getting crazy here on the challenge. So this episode begins with the security breach going off and TJ is like, oh, we got a security breach and everybody's like, oh my God, what's going on? And and Josh is in panic mode and nothing is what it seems. And then TJ tells us that tonight will be a bum -ba -da bum Double elimination. That's right. So last week was the first episode of this season that did not end with an elimination. This week, this episode is starting with an elimination. And TJ is telling us not only will it be an elimination, but it will be a double elimination. And he says the team with the next amount of votes will be going in. And that is, of course, Nani and Josh. Bum -ba -da bum Josh feels bad. Josh is scrambling. Josh looks sweaty. Nani is sad. She's like, something's off with him. I'm worried about him. TJ says, get down here. Devin says, Josh is going to need a new pair of pants. <laughs> it's a moment, but I I'm looking at Josh and... He doesn't look good. He doesn't look like he wants to compete against CT. Now, when CT calls in... Uh, oh, well, we'll talk about that in a second, but he, 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 we don't know right now at this point. We don't know what's about to happen. We're how... just talking about how Josh has come down to the crater. Right. He's standing next to Devin and Gabby. Josh and Nani are standing there. Josh looks shaken. Devin could not be more excited. The face he's making can only be described as devilish. Right. I found this area of the show, this portion of the show, a little confusing. Um, probably because at this point I was taking notes because Ashley was fi finishing a smoothie. Um, but it, it was like, uh, you know, the idea that there was double the amount of people down there and now... Um, CT uh, or yeah we're like who's going to go against them and then that's when TJ informs us that CT and Big T will choose both teams right they get to, to go into the elimination they get to choose both teams and, and we're doing this in the order that the votes are you'll see how it goes down but let's get through it because this is a raucous well raucous first off, elimination period 
TJ looks up there and he goes, Big T, CT, you guys are the double agents. You're going to choose both teams to come down into the crater to go against Devin and Gabby and Nani and Josh. And I'm like, wow, that is so much power. They get to pick two teams. I mean, I guess you could say if it was a different team in a different situation, it might be looked at as a double-edged sword. But as far as we can tell, CT is going to get what he wants. Mm. He's going to be able to go against, quote unquote, the goof. So CT looks down there at Devin and he goes, Devin, who do you want? Such a fun moment yeah. in the crater. Well, everyone's standing I, around. When we were talking about this, you know, um, I, I think that the the two of us were pretty, uh, we didn't know what how it was going to go down here. Because I, I was starting to like, I'm like, oh, who is he going to put in? Uh, who could he put in here? And uh, before I could like even let my imagination go wild, uh, CT allowed Devin to choose his own partner. And I would say this blew me away that he, A, allowed this to happen. And then what, what, what Devin chooses to do in the moment, I could not fathom. Well, unfortunately, Devin's looking up there at all the challengers, and he does not have much to choose from, okay? He can pick Fessy. He can pick... Who Who wants to go against Fessy? Nobody. He can pick Leroy. Who wants to go against Leroy? Nobody. He can pick Darrell. Who wants to go against Darrell? Nobody. Or he can pick Kyle, his other alliance member. Nam and Corey are both off the table. All the fat has been cut from the stake at this point. So... To me, Devin's choice makes sense. I mean, the guy doesn't have much to choose from. Maybe in retrospect, we should say he should have picked. Um, we'll just tell you right now. He picks Durrell. And maybe he should have picked Fessy because this is sort of an agility flying thing. And something tells me that Fessy might be like a little clumsy just because he's a big guy. Um, but, you know, I mean, and CT is graceful as hell and he's a big guy. So you never know what you're going to get. But he picks Darrell because he says, and this makes sense. His reasoning makes sense. He goes, you're the reason I'm down here. You were the swing vote. I'm going to pick Darrell. And Darrell in an interview is like, you know what? Devin can talk as much shit as he wants. It does not affect me. It just has me hyped to go in. Right. I mean, ultimately, you want to be called into the crater because you need to get those gold skulls. So uh, Devin is essentially doing um, Darrell a favor here by giving him the opportunity to take his skull. Um, uh, you know, as we kind of talked about this a little bit, and it was just like, what the what would be the right move here? Devin frames this move as complete vengeance, complete revenge on uh, people who he feels has wronged him, and uh, he also sort of it, it's knowingly that it's a it's not maybe the smartest move in in. But we we look at the rest of the challengers as you say, Ash, and honestly, I don't know that there was a better move than that, other than possibly Fessy. I feel like what you mentioned before is what I think. Fessy is big. He's bulky. And and really, um, I don't know if we've completely described what the elimination is here. Have, have we? No, we talked about it on last week's episode, but that's a great point. So, Give us a little breakdown. So it's um it's the elimination that we saw uh, previously with Ashley uh, Mitchell in her second uh, elimination uh, versus Cam. Cam won it. And you are suspended by wires. Um, and surrounded, uh, you're surrounded by poles, and the poles have um, little uh, hooks on them, and you have to uh, 
put these rings uh, that were attached to your belt onto these hooks and whoever could get by swinging back and forth. And it's yeah, you're standing on an elevated platform. And, and you it's only pretty could, cool. You could get like the toes of your your toes on the platform. You can't really get a good running start for these things. So it's all about swinging and momentum. Cam one, as they've been doing when they these uh, eliminations come back around in the crater, they will amp it up in some way. And it seems like they always add a puzzle. So they have the same mechanism here, except you have to grab your puzzle pieces off the poles. Um, there are no hooks or, or there are no uh, hoops or anything Instead like that. Instead of putting a ring on, right. you're grabbing the puzzle pieces off and there's six puzzle pieces and then you have to hit the ground and finish the puzzle and then TJ can clear you as a winner. Right. So, so it's a double step now. It's a double step and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens here. I'm not too sure about Darrell's puzzle uh, situations. Uh, I, I don't remember him being a puzzle king back in the day. But Devin claims to be the puzzle guy. Yeah, he's one of those guys in the long line of Wes's and Sarah Rice's who claim that their their strength is puzzles. Right. I do wish he had picked. Well, let's just get into it. TJ goes, CT, who do you do you want to come in? Do you want to go in for this next one? We got Josh. You want to come in? And CT looks at Big T. Now, this is a, a little moment. This is the last time we see them really as a team member um, before CT goes down into this elimination. He looks at Big T and he goes, do you want to get some skulls? And she says, yes. And the two of them go down there. And CT in an interview says, I think I have a good chance against Josh. Josh in an interview says, this is the worst case scenario for me. This is CT. I don't want to go against him. Meanwhile, Kyle is in the, the top the um, audience ledge or whatever you call it freaking out Kyle is losing his shit to the point where Nick is like shut up why did Kyle bother you so much because he was just losing it it was uh it was I was my uh, tension was very high at this point I I couldn't believe what was going on I was like uh, anticipating some wild uh uh, competition I didn't know how this was gonna end up at all um and so uh, yeah, uh, Kyle popping in and, and getting too hyped and, and, and screaming shit during this time. It was just like grating on my last, you know, uh, nerve. I, I'm on edge. TJ, everybody goes down there. They're all standing there. There's like, it looks like too many people in the crater. It's like disconcerting. And TJ says, this is a double male elimination. You are going to be playing dead ringer. It's not just about power and speed, but it's about power, speed, and mental agility. It's going to be badass. Anissa, in an interview, by the way, Anissa giving us great interview clips this episode. She says, um, you know, people don't know, but CT is incredible with puzzles. Um, he's nasty when it comes to shapes, is what she said. I loved that. Devin continues to look creepy. First up is Darrell versus Devin. Devin, in an interview, is saying, like, this is incredible. This is the best game ever. You are not going to believe the show that CT and I will put on when we get back into that house. Finally, we are going to flip the house. The two of us, when we come back from this, shit is going to hit the fan. Corey in an interview says, Devin talks a big game, but I don't know if he could always back it up. Devin and Darrell, this, they're, they're first, and this is so close. One of them gets a puzzle piece. The other one gets a puzzle piece. Back and forth. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, it is... Where Nick was literally pacing, pacing in the bedroom. Around. So then eventually uh, Darrell gets his seven puzzle pieces. He drops down to where the puzzle is. 
and Devin, not too far behind. He finally gets a sixth, then he's seventh, and they're basically neck and neck when it comes to putting together this puzzle. And this is a Tanagrams puzzle. Is that how you say it? Yeah. That? You know, it's just the little uh, geometric shapes. Uh, it seems like to be all all triangles here. And, um, you know, we've seen this over and over and over again on the challenge. So you know somebody who like Devin, who feels like he's handicapped in some physical ways when competing on this show, is really getting his puzzle brain in order when he comes on this show. So you know he's done a little bit of tanagrams. I'm not, I once again, haven't seen Durell in a long time. Can't really remember what his puzzles were like. But let's just say the two of them struggle. The two of them take a while. And uh, with, with a puzzle like this, what's so crazy is it's never like... Uh, you know, like when they're building like a huge wall where they have to like, you know, when they had those totem poles. Yeah. With a puzzle like this, you can't see progress. Right. It's just like all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, there's that one piece. And then boom, boom. And it's done. It's, yeah. So you're not you can't tell who's going to do it until somebody figures it out and puts the puzzle together all together in one second. And it's so close. It's so back and forth. They're both struggling. And, it's and, insane. And, and finally, Darrell wins. Woo. Wow. So Darrell takes out Devin on a puzzle. Um, it's a it's a big moment here. You could tell Darrell Darrell mentioned something in a post interview about like wanting to like lose it for a second. I couldn't tell whether or not it was he meant he was going to lose it on Devin because he's like so hyped up and, you know, for being called out and to chill because um, he basically was like, I, I felt I felt myself like about to about to lose it. And I was like, chill out, uh, Darrell. Um was that in reference to, do you remember this moment, Ash? I don't, but okay. I, I kind of do. I think what he was saying was like, I could feel my anxiety about to overtake me. I could okay. feel myself going into I panic mode. I thought it might have been him cry, about to cry when he won. Because when, when you look at Terrell at the end of this thing, his eyes, like when, when TJ is, is saying the winner, yeah. his eyes are welled up a bit. So I was wondering, I mean, this is very important for him to get this skull. I mean, nobody has really talked so certainly about a skull um, and in a business fashion and of like, I'm here to do my work, then Darrell in his interviews all season. I would say Corey is a little more wishy-washy, like, got to get my skull, got to get my skull. Darrell's like, I'm here to get a skull and I don't care about what else is going on. So you got to imagine, he probably saw that slipping through his fingertips. And here is friggin' Devin on a golden platter, just serving it up to him. And wow, he really does thank him too after that. I mean, there's he a really, really does. there's He's a like, I got a moment. lot of love for you. Yeah. Um, he thinks that, you know, he, it feel, there's, it feels like a respectful moment between the two. Devin in an interview says, I don't know what happened. I'm a puzzle guy. Uh, and he's just hanging his head. He's like, and all that shit I was talking. Uh, I, you know what? This was my favorite Devin moment of the season when he owns up to the shit that he was talking here. He has now this season been able to master the uh, I'm going to play a real devious kind of like a, a shit stirring game, but in interviews own up to everything. So it's hard to call him the villain, in my opinion, because even though he was the shit stirrer, he knows that he's being a dick and he's he knows that's not the best for his game. And he keeps saying, like, God, I should be making different moves in this game, but I just can't stop my mouth from being vengeful. I can't stop it. I'm sorry. And you can almost see, as I mentioned to Ashley, as this season was like leading up to this moment, Devin's interviews were very self-deprecating yeah. uh, just about his gameplay. And, you you know, a lot of these interviews are done post the show, I think. And so I think he, he kind of, you know, was letting us know that 
that the writing was on the wall a little bit for his game this season. Yeah, he says he talked a bunch of shit and then he got his ass kicked. He didn't come correct. Amber B. in an interview is thrilled that Darrell took Devin's skull. Gabby in an interview says goodbye to Devin. You were a nightmare partner, but a great friend. And then the next, uh, really the battle royale that we've all been looking forward to up next (laughs) is uh, CT versus the goof. CT versus Josh in an interview before CT goes up there. You know how they do those like um, ringside interviews. CT says anything can happen. I've been beaten by some weirdos. Josh is a big ox. He's clumsy. It couldn't get any better for me. All right. So I'm going to say this right now. With last episode being the goof, a few episodes before it was the whole thing about how he couldn't throw that those balls through the windows in his crater performance that he eventually won. They played the goofy music on him. Uh, and then now this interview with CT, I'm going, oh my God, this is the Josh Redemption episode. Josh Redemption. He takes out CT. He goes on to the final, he wins some money, and Josh proves he is no longer a goof. That's what the the, the editors were setting up for us. That's what the show wants. It's like, it's the you don't only pick thing, on the goof. He's coming back. It's the only thing that could justify the beating production has given Josh. Exactly. So we go into this uh, elimination, and CT wins. <laughs> Come on, let me build it up a little bit. Josh, in an interview before he goes in there, is like, "Ah, as soon as I got my skull, I knew I was going to have to defend it. Casey, in an interview, lots of interviews from Casey in the first half of this episode. She goes, "Um, I'm worried for Josh because he freaks out. I just hope he can pull through. We need some kind of miracle. um, Nam, in an interview, says, I want CT to come back because he is my friend. What a golden heart Nam is. I mean, Everybody loves Nam. He really is adored. Um, so the CT versus Josh thing starts. CT just starts getting all of his pieces. And CT is getting this sort of like he is launching himself off the pad it, like a ballerina. I mean, the grace. He looks like Spider-Man. He, he, at, at points, he looked like he was in like uh, it was like Michael Jordan in a dunk contest. It was incredible. Josh, meanwhile, is kind of. He, he's doing okay, but he's flailing. You know, at one point he hits the platform backwards and is scooting backwards. Yeah, we get an interview from, I think, Fessy or somebody, and they're like, these guys are big dudes. Yeah. It, it's them swinging on this little pendulum deal is just doesn't look comfort- comfortable and maybe not in their wheelhouse. But here is where I'm noticing more. He's not taking his shirt off. I think I keep mentioning this. I want to see CT with his shirt off. Because I think CT is in sneaky shape this season. Mm. He looks like he's lost a bunch of weight and his chest looks really big and his arms look really big. And I think he's buff again and he's not letting anybody know. He wears baggy shirts in the house. He's kind of older. He doesn't flex it on everybody. There is no pool in this season. You see, you saw like a little bit of hot tub in the beginning of the season, but we don't get these to see these people compete with their shirts off because it's freezing out. So I don't know, but I think he's in sneaky shape. And I think this elimination sort of uh, proved that to me more just about how graceful and flexible he was while swinging around. CT does something that I thought was really interesting and that he comments on, which is that every time these guys were grabbing a puzzle piece, they were just throwing them on the ground. So then they would have to run around in a circle and pick up all those puzzle pieces. Every time CT took a puzzle piece down, he would put it in a pile, which was so smart so that when he got off the platform, all of his puzzle pieces were in the same place. Um, 
basically he definitely learned that from watching the the other two people compete first you have to learn that and that it's such an advantage to be able to go second here and here you don't the think advantage. that they hide them i think that they put them away i don't think that they get to see the first team go first oh i think they do huh i think they do and i think the puzzles maybe are flipped from where they are like puzzles are facing camera hmm Anyway, like Nick says, uh, so CT gets all of his puzzle pieces. He gets down. Josh is still trying to get down like a la- like one of his last puzzle pieces. Josh is struggling up there. CT starts his puzzle and finishes it immediately. Immediately. It's like the puzzle board explodes. He gets it too so fast. I mean, the dude is the puzzle man. He's sneaky puzzle man. Every season, he lets us know, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm the puzzle man. He's nasty with shapes. He's nasty with shapes. He finishes before Josh gets down. Um, Big T runs up and gives CT a hug. She's so happy for him. Leroy in an interview says, I'm in complete fear because now CT has a gold skull. And this is basically my biggest nightmare. Josh says goodbye to Nani and she thanks him for being the best partner. Nani is like, completely torn up she hates this everyone's clapping for josh josh has love in the house okay people like josh they're clapping for him they care about him and of course he's you know he throws his classic i I got love for everybody or whatever he says yeah he says one thing over and over again uh uh my love to everybody I, i got love for you all (laughs) he's he's Josh he's Josh CT runs up um, after his elimination interview he runs up to have this post elimination interview and he says in it that he doesn't know what he's going to do about his partner and that a big part of him wants to play like a scumbag in this game like he doesn't know if he's going to switch or not and I gotta say Ash when you watch this interview could you could you tell the move that he was going to make I could not I could I could not but he ran up to it and I was like oh he's this is fun to see him so animated by like the post win adrenaline yeah like he's clearly he's clearly high from those endorphins i will say that the way ct was looking at the camera was like uh his eyes were telling me that like i'm gonna i'm I'm setting myself up to not look as bad because i'm admitting to myself i'm admitting to tv what i'm doing right now i'm saying yeah i should play like a crazy animal right wouldn't that be nuts if i was if I just played really selfish and then kind of like had this like look in his eyes as if he was like going to cry or something. And I'm like, he's doing something here. He's trying to manipulate us at home. And then we get maybe the most awkward moment in uh, in uh, the history of the challenge. So Devin and Gabby and Josh and Nani are standing there and TJ saying goodbye to them. And um, Devin says to Josh, Josh, we got more in common than we thought. <laughs> Josh, Josh hated that. Hates it. Hated hates it. it. TJ says this ends your time on the challenge, but maybe you two can get to know uh, each other a little more on that long flight home. Very funny. He said that. Um, and you know, and then they, as they're leaving, uh, you know, uh, Devin says something, and then Josh goes, "Can I punch him now?" And everybody kind of laughs. And I'm like, "Oh, these guys are gonna have, have a great time in the house together. They're they're two goofs themselves." So I think that they'll get to know each other uh, a little bit more. And you know, Josh. When as soon as he gets in the car, he's gonna be like, "Bro, you know I got nothing against you, man. This is crazy." And Devin's gonna like shake his hand and then talk shit about him behind his back. So I don't think Josh. I think Josh feels like he made a really good friend today in Devin. I really do. Um, TJ says to CT and Darrell, "You have each now stolen a gold skull." Everybody claps. 
Kyle in an interview says, I have no idea why everyone is celebrating. They got gold skulls. That's bad for every single person here. We're celebrating because that's what we do at the end of each one of these craters. Uh, you know, okay. I just, I thought that was an uncalled for statement. TG, TG, TG. Who the hell's TG, Ash? TJ looks at CT and he says, now you have a decision to make. Do you want to stay with Big T? And I'm like, is CT crying? But then he just like starts freaking out and yelling and flailing his arms. And he's like, give me Cam. I want Cam. We're going to the finals, baby. And he's just like, he's losing it. He's, he's making too much of a production out of it. And you can tell that everyone is like, what the fuck is going on? It's, it is a wild moment in the history of this show. It is the toughest I could not watch this. I had to walk away. It is so cringy what he's doing here. I want Cam. I've been I've wanted Cam since the whole game. I I wanted Cam in the beginning. I made a mistake when I didn't pick Cam. Cam's the one I want. I need Cam. Cam's the best. You know, like screaming around, screaming, running around, like and like you could tell. Like we'll get to Big T's reaction in a second, but you could tell like everybody up on the uh, platform in the crater is like literally like looking around going like what is going on Leroy in an interview says I get that you want to you know partner up with Cam but you've been with this girl the whole time meaning like don't talk to Big T this way don't make such a huge production out of it and then you know you're hurting her feelings and then Big T in an interview says I don't know what CT is doing I don't recognize this CT at all. Cam in an interview says, all I can think about is that first day when I went up to him and asked him to be my partner. And they showed us that clip the first day when everybody was partnered up and Cam was like, let's be partners. And CT was like, tell me why. And she's like, I'm great. I've been in finals. I'm killing Cam. And then he was like, no. And he looked around and she goes, he's going to have a lot of things he's gonna have to earn back a lot of my trust basically and then anisa in an interview says i think it's really childish how he chose cam leroy yells down into the crater she's still my girlfriend and kyle in an interview is completely by the way when ct says cam kyle his mouth drops open and in an interview he's like he is literally the most disrespectful person he cannot believe it kyle is pissed big t looks over to gabby who's also standing in the crater with her and she goes i don't i can't believe this is going on right now she goes i'm gonna vote him in every time now Darrell has an option to switch partners and he decides to stay with amber b Darrell, is he the best partner of all time in challenge history i mean i don't know but he's doing a really good job he's definitely the best partner i think on this show right um, i mean when we watched fresh meat a few months ago he had a partner who he was incredible with he's doing the same thing with amber b he, he takes these newbies under his wing and he's just like loyal to them and supportive it's like i, I want Darrell as a partner yeah, he's the partner now the c team move here yeah it was the most awkward move maybe uh in challenge history you know and I'm like, do you have any theories on why he approached this that way? You know, it was calculated. CT with Cam? Yeah, the way he chose Cam with the theatrics yes. and the screaming. Whoop. I think it's two things. I think one is, I think, like I said, he's running this, he has an adrenaline high. Like the way he came into his interview, he was incredibly pumped up. But I think he's also trying to go above and beyond because he did. 
he was rude to her the first day. So I think he's trying to make a big, he's putting a big show on to be like, this is how bad I want you back. Now, will you accept me? You know what I mean? Right. I The, the problem is, I'm not too sure uh, about like what, you know, will you accept me? What that really has anything to do with the game. Ultimately, Cam has a skull she wants to protect. And so does CT. They're going to try to win competitions. She's not going to do some elaborate thing, especially when the next thing is a girl's day where uh, she's going to throw it so she can get a new partner. Or This is a singles game that where you have to compete with another person. And that's the only part of it that is a teammate. You're competing with another person. You have to make a choice with them eventually if you win a daily. But personally... I don't feel like he needed to do anything like that. I think he could have just chose her and then, uh, you know, she would have had to deal with it like we've seen before. I think this was part of a calculated move by CT to be like, I'm playing the game in my way. I'm crazy CT now. And so nobody should question the fact that I just broke and lied to uh, my partner, uh, Big T, who we all uh, agree is the sweetest person to ever grace the challenge. Mm. So if you're going to leave her in any way, I think just being like, well, if I'm going to leave her, I might as act might as well act like a, a fucking crazy person. So everybody could instead of focusing on the fact that, oh, you just totally double crossed Big T of all people after you made so many promises to her. It's more like, isn't CT a crazy animal? Like, I wow, see. the old CT is back. That interview post his win against Josh kind of showed me that he was like, I kind of want to play like a fucking crazy animal like I used to, right? Right, guys? Mm -hmm. Remember the old CT? He's crazy. And I kind of felt like he wanted to tap into that. And, uh, you know, the other thing here is with, you know, Kyle, and we're going to get more of this later. The Kyle being upset, I was kind of upset for Kyle here until I realized that he did this to whoever he stole Cam from, and he's a big scumbag. So he really has no, he, there's no way that CT ever was not going to choose Cam because he's just looking at Kyle being like, okay, he's on my, uh, my two person alliance that we have now, and he's a scumbag. Like, all right, sorry, you, you got your comeuppance. Because also Devin's gone. There is no alliance anymore. He's got to now do something else if he wants to get to the end of this show. So I don't know. Mixed feelings about the move that he made because I do love Big T. But boy, the way that he did it, that was really tough. So TJ says, Kyle, since your partner was stolen, you get first pick of these gals. And the women that are down there are Nani, Gabby, and Big T. And Kyle, he he, he says, uh, Nani, I'm home. No, he goes, Nanny, I'm home. Everybody, everybody <laughs> loves that. Everybody loves the Nanny, I'm home business. Nani in an interview is like, I'm in such an emotional state of mind right now. I don't lie. I'm like all over the place. Corey picks Gabby. He says she's the puzzle queen I need. So that means Anam and Big T are partners. And Nam is being pretty positive about it. Now, d did uh, right, Kyle dropped Nanny for cam, cam right? correct who did he steal cam from josh josh right okay. um i got a little fact from this guy on twitter named alan aguire i don't know how would you say that last name i don't know but i see this guy all over challenge twitter yeah he tweets constantly but he he's also a fact guy he's got a lot of facts um he says that josh joins tony and dario as the only male competitors to debut since Cutthroat 2010 
to not make it to a final in their first four seasons. So many levels to this fact. <laughs> Josh, Tony, and Dario. Man, that's wow. A, that's a sexy threesome. I mean, those are all very attractive men. They all have one thing in common, though. Goof factors. To the max. They and they both goofy. will Dario, go through. Is Dario goofy? They'll both go through a bowl of mayonnaise quickly. Dario. Dario is Dario goofy? I re- when he was there with his twin, he was pretty goofy, if I remember correctly. Tony Tony time is goofy time. Tony's goof. To Where the, the fuck is Tony? Is he like, a, did he get like knee to He's a dad. Or something? No, like, he's Get his ass over here. Get his ass on this show. It's I Tony just don't time. think Tony's ever going to win is I, the problem. I don't care. Tony and Josh on the same season. Could we handle the goof factor? That would be know. incredible. Season 37, hook it up. All right, let's 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 move past this shit. And let's TJ get- says there's only one gold skull left for the women. And then everybody goes back to the house. Gabby's talking to Corey about Devin. She had fun with him, you know. And then she says that it's going to be um, going from Devin to Corey is going to be a totally different kettle of fish. I enjoyed that. Big T, I just never heard that before. Yeah, me neither. If you're British on American television, I feel like you could make up phrases like that. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a barrel of goofs. Yeah, it's a sock in your bed on a warm winter night or something. I don't know. What, what? (laughs) <laughs> I was going for something. I got lost. Your your British I accent sounded like an old lady. I'm it's just looking at in your bed on an old winter night. I'm looking at my notes. I'm trying to get through these notes. All right, let's get out of the crater. Let's go back to the house. Well, I just said we're back at the house. Right, good, 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 good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> Big T, Amber B, and Nani are talking, and Nani is crying about Josh. Casey is all of a sudden there, and she's hugging Nani. Nani in an interview is like, I really appreciated having Josh in this game, and I feel lost without him. Casey in an interview says, my poor Joshy. Oh, that's yeah. how I feel. That's when I looked at Nick, and I was like, should we watch Big Brother 19 again? Is that what he said that? You felt bad for Josh? Yeah, I was like, I kind of missed him. Remember what he did to Mark? I can't yeah, go through that Yeah, I don't like Josh. I forgot. I can't go through that. No one no one has ever made me flip-flop more than Josh. I mean, for real. And you know what? You'd have to meet Josh in person, and I bet you he'd be a, a, a completely different person than you'd actually yeah. meet. You know? I heard he is partying on boats in, in Miami a lot with a bunch of people unmasked. I heard that's kind of what Josh does. So we may not like Josh that much. Kyle is talking to Leroy in the kitchen about CT, and he's saying, what a lying piece of shit. Apparently, CT... CT told Kyle he would not take Cam. Kyle in an interview said, Cam was the perfect partner for me. She's a leader and I'm a follower. I'm a follower. <laughs> Great moment. Uh, you know what? Uh, Devin is getting close to... Um, Devin? Ky- no. Oh. Devin is getting close to Kyle's interview style. He's not as funny. But what's great about Kyle is he's completely owns up to every scumbag thing that that he does. And he also is incredibly self-deprecating. Wait, are you saying that Kyle is getting close to no, Devin? Devin this season. I'm, I'm throwing back to a comment I oh. made before. Devin is owning up to everything and he's being self-deprecating. I feel yeah. like that it, uh, makes you like a competitor more, yes. even if they're making slimy moves in the house, because you have to make slimy moves in the house for the most part to win. Yeah. And Kyle, who should be a villain... I feel like comes off as a hero because he's funny and he's self-deprecating and he admits in all of his interviews that what he's doing is fucking bad or mean or scummy or slimy. So uh, right here, him talking uh, about, um, you know, uh, CT in the house, though, right now, I kind of feel like he needs to see the forest for the trees a bit. 
Or the trees for the forest. Which one? The forest for the trees. Yeah, Darrell in an interview was like, come on, Kyle. You got to get over this, really? bud. You, you have to admit to yourself that you are a scumbag and you got scumbagged. That's yeah. what happens. CT walks in and the two of them start having words while, while CT does what can only be described as pound deli meat. <laughs> okay, so he pulls out a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, what, do you, what do you call that? Uh, sliced turkey or whatever? Yeah. Or cold cuts? Um, and he's pulling out turkey rolls and is just like fingering them into his mouth hole while he while uh he has fingering a, them into his mouth hole a babe. passive aggressive he, he pounded the cold cuts <laughs> he's pounding turkey from the fridge and uh, he also like opens up the turkey package like to be in that house and have to share food with these maniacs like he opens up like rips open that package and never was there like i'll just take a few of these out with a fork on a plate it was just like i'm opening up these cold cuts and i'm just gonna pound this turkey in my mouth and uh so he's doing that and he does not stop for a beat as he has what feels like rides the line of an aggressive aggressive and passive aggressive argument with kyle yeah and he kind of basically like blows up their whole alliance he was like yeah we were only working together because you don't have anyone else and like you you know because of Devin he's, Devin. he's like you De needed me you were only my friend because you needed me and, and the Devin connection we're not basically. friends yeah you know it's just like and you could tell like CT could stand up on the table and start screaming at Kyle here but CT knows what he did was scummy as well and so at least he has the respect for the moment to be like all right, I'm just going to let this guy talk his shit. I'm going to call it, say I don't fucking like him, and we're all going to... And he says, says this a lot as he walks away. This is something that he says. Like, everybody's kind of freaking out about this, but give it a few days, it'll simmer down. He gives that note to somebody else in the challenge earlier in this season, does he not? He does, yeah. And that's a note that the vets give a lot. It's like, just give it a couple of days. It'll feel like a month has gone by. So Leroy in an interview says the game has been sucked out of Kyle. CT starts saying to Kyle, like, you got your own medicine. She didn't want you then Kyle goes up to Cam he's like did you want me did you want me and then like Cam's like looking around and in an interview Cam says CT is messing up my alliances like this is not good being partners with CT I'm starting to see a darkness to this Kyle in an interview says I had a big fall in this game I was up here and now I feel like I don't have anyone in here CT that's when CT says the only reason you um, were friends with me is because you needed me he keeps telling Kyle to take the L, just take the L. And then we see in another scene, Big T talking to Fessy, Nani, Nam, 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 Amber B. And she's saying that CT used her. And in an interview, she says, I really trusted him. And now I feel stupid. Big T is talking to Cam in the bunks. And she says, he crushed my confidence completely. Um, Cam in an interview says, yeah, that was like really bad the way CT acted. And I don't want to be with anybody that is not humble. This is pretty much back to back anti-CT sentiment from Cam in an interview. First about the way that he's acting in the kitchen with all the guys. And now about the way that he has treated Big T. I mean, that was within a couple of minutes. And I wonder if it's foreshadowing. Well, the amount of times that we heard Kyle say, I don't want to lose Cam in the few episodes episodes leading up to this episode and the amount of times we saw ct mention cam in an interview leading up to these episodes i feel like they are they are like really spoon feeding the foreshadowing in this season so you gotta think that there might be a blow up between ct and cam at some point in the near future that brings us to a commercial when we're coming out of it nam is walking around the house having 
back issues. Amber B goes, Nam, are you okay? And then in an interview, he says, I can't handle it anymore. It's so much pain. He really seems to be in pain. I believe him. We see Fessy talking to Nam in the kitchen about his back pain. And Durrell in an interview is like, dude, I've been there. You can't be in the challenge house. Like, you need to rest and recuperate. You got to go home. Fessy keeps being like, rest up. You got to rest up. Corey in an interview says, TJ, let us leave headquarters and have a nice day at Hot Springs, which is exactly what we need. We then see the challengers leave the house wearing bathing suits. They're now at Hot Springs. They're splashing around in this big, warm, steamy pool, drinking drinks. Everyone's drinking and swimming. Leroy does like a big cheers to everybody. Cam and Leroy are like kissing in the water. They're so cute. Anissa and Nani are hugging in the water. Leroy in an interview is like, I'm so blessed for this moment. CT in an interview is like, mm. Big T is in a real state right now. So he sends Big T a glass of champagne. That's what CT does. He sends Big T a glass of champagne. Anissa in an interview says, "Uh, well, CT, here's the thing. You can't just send a girl a drink and everything's going to be okay. It doesn't work like that. Sorry. With some gals, it doesn't work like that. Can we? uh, So you mentioned that they did this for Nam's sake. I thought they were taking them to the hot springs because Nam's back was so um, out of whack. Because, like, if I was having back pains and I didn't want to leave the show, I'd be like, can I go to the hot springs? Like, that seems like the best thing I would... That I, I assume they were doing that for him, but right. maybe they were just doing it to do it. Yeah, I'm not too sure, but it does seem like a good theory. But uh, I was wondering if you still thought that after the... Uh the whole moment. Nah, not nah. as much. Okay. Well, it is kind of fun. It does look like an amazing uh, place to, to, to hang out. Uh, it really does. We um, see... Car- yeah. I want to say that uh, CT, I thought he was sending the whole bottle Nah, over. just a glass. Just a glass. <laughs> just a glass. We see um, Corey talking to Big T about CT, and she's like, this is the weakest that I felt. And Corey is like, yeah, I just, uh, you know, he's like supporting her. And, and I'm kind of like, Corey, you didn't pick her. You picked Gabby over her. It feels, I don't know, odd. Like, you also didn't want to be her partner. So you, I guess he's sympathizing with the way CT behaved, but Corey in an interview says, I just want to lift her spirits. This sucks. Big T in an interview says, I feel like I've lost my sparkle. We see Nani and Amber B talking about Josh, and she's like, Yeah, Josh was such a good partner. And then she goes, when I win, and she's talking about when she wins in an elimination, she is not going to stay with Kyle. I'm going to choose Fessy. That's what he would want, is what she says. Wow. I love the her. She's talking about like, when I win, I'm not going to choose. I'm not going to stay with Kyle. Back at the house. Um, we see Leroy go up to Anissa who's sitting down and he's like, what's wrong? It looks like you guys are looking at a dead body. And then the camera like pans out a little bit and we see that Nam is laying down and that Cam and Anissa are both sitting over him, looking down at him. And then Anissa in an interview is like, Nam is great. He's wonderful. He's nice. He's sweet. He cares about people. He's good to look at. He's good to look at in boxers. Yeah, he's like, she, she's like, especially in boxers. Uh, Why did she make moment. you laugh? You 
that was funny. Loud. It was a genuine like, let's talk about Nam because he's probably going to be leaving the show soon. Um, and it was just kind of like a wrap of like, yeah, he's a good dude. And it felt like a heartfelt good dude. But it really did look as though her brain just kind of like moved to a picture of him in boxers. And she almost felt caught off guard like I was. And it made me laugh. I thought it was a fun moment. Cam is saying to Nam, you have to take care of your body. You only have one back, okay? you got to take care of your body. Nam in an interview is saying, I'm feeling very fragile right now, and I'm going to need to go to the hospital. We go into a commercial. When we come out of that commercial, we see CT lighting a fire. He's outside. He has some blankets. He says he has s'mores material, and his plan is to talk to Big T and smooth things over, okay? Um, you know, Big T, she she's feeling really bad, and I feel for her. I really do. CT goes and he gets her. He's like, let me, uh, let me, let me talk to Big T and and then she says in an interview like my thing is that when he was my partner like when it was told that he was going to be my partner he ran to me okay he ran to me he was so excited he made me feel special and to have that flip around I just feel really defeated they show us that they remind us that like CT that was a really good moment for CT CT was having a really really good season uh, as far as, you know, laying low, but also like we're seeing him like, you know, bring, you know, likability factor, yeah, hoisting big T up and, and, and helping her win a couple of times and, and just the motivation. It was all there and all decimated by the way that he chose Cam. I mean, it, it, you could see that Big T is kind of giving off vibes like, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, she feels really, really bad. So CT sits her down there on these blankets. He's like, hit me with everything you got. I can handle it. Big T is like, the way you delivered that was so humiliating. You know, I did all these things because of you. I did these height challenges. We won stuff because of you because I didn't want to let you down. And then you treated me like that. Like, friends don't talk to each other like that. Big T is like getting really upset. CT is crying. He's saying, I'll always be here for you, Big T. I'll always be here for you. But listen, you're not ready for the final. And I, I apologize for breaking your heart. And that is when a shift happens in this conversation where Big T is like, you didn't break my heart. You broke my spirit. You did not break my heart. You bro And then CT hey, just right. starts you, you talking try to over my her. You're trying to assassinate my character. CT starts talking over her. Somehow this conversation completely runs off the rails where CT is just going on and on and Big T's like looking at him like CT just will not say yeah I acted really inappropriately in the crater and I treated you like you didn't matter and I'm sorry for that I should not okay. have done that Do you instead think he's like no you aren't ready for a final and I broke your heart do you think that CT with the I broke your heart moment do you think CT thought that that Big T like had a crush on him and that's why she's upset. Maybe. Yeah. Because the way that he approached this with the fire and the s'mores. And it was the, very romantic. It was very much like, baby, I'm sorry that this had to go down this way, but you yeah. know, I'm a rambling guy. I'm CT. And, and you always have it. You have what, and, and when he was like, I, you, you had it in you. I was responsible for unlocking that in you and showing you that you could do these things. Yeah. And Big T's like, uh, you just embarrassed me and like lied to me and made me think that we were going to ride this out the whole time. And now you made me feel like you lied to me this whole time. And now I feel like everything that you said was a lie. And, and he's like, I broke your heart. He's like, no, you broke my spirit. Like, I don't want to be here anymore because you embarrassed me like that. He's like, no, that's not true. 
It's your heart I broke. It's your heart I broke. And she's like, no, it's my spirit. And he's like, "Uh, no, I'm not going to let you frame the narrative and and assassinate my character. It just gets really weird. And like Big T in an interview says, I now I'm realizing at this point that I'm not a part of the conversation, that this is like a CT monologue. Yeah. He was trying. He'd set this whole fucking thing up so that on TV he can have this like moment of like, I made everything better. Look, she loves me. We hugged. Like, I'm not a bad guy. I'm CT the good guy. And it, and what really is, he's CT the selfish guy, and he can be selfish. We like selfish CT, but don't mess with Big T. That's where he went wrong. He should have been honest with her and said, like, I'm going to have to leave you at some point. The fact that he didn't do that, there is no redemption here. He lied to her, and he showed how manipulative he could be. Because this entire time, I don't think he wanted to be Big B. Be Big T's uh, partner at all, the way that he's acting. And he's saying things like, what am I supposed to tell my son? Sorry, son, we didn't get a million dollars. It's just like he immediately goes to, like, I have what? kids. And then just she gets stifled for a second. Just tell her you're sorry for like, acting like that yeah. in the crater. That's all you have to do. This is another horrifying moment, which is adding up to be, and I know this is saying a lot. You know, this guy's been on the show for a long time, but this could be the worst episode for CT I've ever seen. This, I think, is the worst. It's definitely the worst episode for CT I've ever seen. Now, there were moments where he's just punched people out of nowhere and didn't even, you know, and I'll be honest, those things were worse. You should never stoop to physical violence. But we're talking about modern era of the challenge. CT has completely destroyed all of his, like, hero character here. It's really bad. And we will see what happens to see if he can bounce back just uh, in a personal way they are yelling at each other big t and ct big t saying you're a liar and everyone knows it i don't want to be friends with you ct's like i'm not a liar i lied there's a difference i broke a promise i'm not a liar and going on and on that brings us to a commercial when we come out of it nick says this is a really bad ct episode yes big t is talking to gabby in the kitchen she says something about coach carter do you know what that was about yeah it was like a coach carter speech it was a movie from like the early aughts where it was just like one of those like uh, you know stand and deliver style movies with like you know like a, a a basketball coach with a bunch of these you know don't worry you may be losing now but we're gonna get it you know next time we'll be back here yeah and, you know kind of like a motivational heartfelt speech to a person who did not want to hear it because really what you need to do is own up to the fact that you just wanted Cam this entire time and you made me look like a fucking fool out there yeah Big T in an interview says I will never ever ever forget this she's the grudge keeper isn't that what she said yeah she, she keeps grudges like no other i like that i, I like the gr- i like the grudge keeper gabby in an interview says i certainly do not trust ct he's pissed off quite a lot of people nam comes back in the house he's kind of limping he says that he got a huge injection when he was at the hospital and he just wants to go to bed and close his eyes and hope everything is good in the morning then that takes us to a a, a semi-awkward gym scene where leroy and casey are working out pretty far apart from each other and they just start talking about how easy it has been to be partners with each other um they're just talking to each other like you're a great partner and the other one's like you're a great partner and it's just so interesting because i have seen casey hang out with people and have fun with them same with leroy and i've never really seen these two talk you know in a casual way and then one of them says in an interview like casey 
Casey says, like, we don't really talk, you know, outside of competitions, but like when we're working together, we have a chemistry, we have our own form of communication. We work well together. Do you find it fascinating that they don't talk? Um, because they are working kind of for the same yeah. goal. But there must be more of a line of demarcation between Big Brother and non-Big Brother than we even see. Truly. Because even the Big Brother, the non-Big Brother people who are attached to the Big Brother Alliance, like Leroy, um, you, you would think that they were all kind of chatting together about game. I don't think they are. I think they're just hanging out with who they think are their friends are yeah. and then going into co and competing and then just they talk about how, which way they're going to vote, you know, when it comes down to the vote. But um Yeah, cuz you don't really see Anisa hanging out and like Anisa's partner with Fessy, you don't see her hanging out right. with the Big Brother people. You see her talking to Cam, you see her talking to Leroy, her talking to Corey. You know, it's interesting. It is interesting. And yes, I, I will uh, double down on the fact that this was awkward. <laughs> this it was, was strange. Weird. It was just like two people being like, you know, you're really great. And the other person being like, yeah, you're great too. Um, We're going to, we're doing well. And they're like, yeah, we, we're doing really well. Let's, let's, you want to ride this out the whole way through? And they're like, yeah, because you're a great partner. Well, yeah. I, I like you as a partner too. I yeah. love you. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was like this, like two people who didn't want to let their guard down with like one cameraman standing there, like in the little, uh, it very odd it was odd um but i did like it it well, made me like them more kind that's of. when i said to you i need leroy to win this season. right and at this point looking at the field here and if we say we stick with everybody that's going into the final uh there really is no other story i want to see play out other than leroy and also cam but even as leroy said cam wants leroy to win this more than she wants to win this um so i i need to see a leroy win Win. I just got to see it. I do too. Anissa in an interview explains to us that like, yeah, usually we have challenges in the morning and it's the afternoon and we haven't had a challenge start yet. And like, I don't know what's going on. Cue lights going off in the house. The challenge has been activated. Everyone's kind of sitting around in their pajamas like, what? No. Yeah. And somebody's like, night challenge. Leroy in an <laughs> interview is like, how did we think for one second that we got off that easy? Nam and Big T are talking about going in, how they're going to work together. They're both trying to remain positive. I like this team a lot. Um, I, I say to Nick, wow. CT lost Devin and his whole game fell apart. Yeah. It's really just not to harp on the CT thing, but like just watching Nam and Big T interact like this. I'm like, wow, now his other alliance member, it was Kyle and Nam. And now it's like Kyle hates him. And now Nam is partnered with Big T who hates him. Wait, so is Bunny the name, the secret agent name that Big T gave CT at the beginning of yes, the season? that's okay. what it is. Okay, so wow. that's Tinker Taylor Bunny. Spy. Finally, gotcha. okay. we figured it out. Good job, Nick. Mm -hmm. Corey in an interview, they, so they all leave. They go off to this daily, which I guess is really a nightly at this point. A nightly. Corey in an interview says it's where where we're at is dark. It's cold. It couldn't get more scary. And then TJ comes out. And TJ walks out and he goes, welcome, challengers. First order of business. Nam, you hurt your back and you went to the hospital. The word is, and then they cut to a commercial and Nick and I are like, what's the word? And Nick is like, he's going to stay in because TJ would have said, unfortunately, your time here on the challenge is over if he was going to send him home. And I'm like, is that what it is? Are they going to tell him to sit out this chat? We don't know what's going to happen. But when we come out of commercial, TJ finishes. The word is you're, you're out. 
Get the fuck out. You are not <laughs> medically fit to continue. Yeah, and that's it. Gone. Nam is gone. Nam cries. Everyone hugs him. There is so much love, and it is in such stark difference to when Lolo left and everyone stood like 10 feet away from her with their arms crossed looking at her. I mean, people are piling on Nam in like a hug pile. They love this guy. Well, Lolo quit. Nam was removed. So difference. Nam says, this is one of my saddest moments. I'm thankful for all the time I spent here. TJ says, Big T, you are now the rogue agent, which means that you cannot compete in today's challenge. And Big T's pissed. She's like, I need to get a gold skull. And now I don't even have the opportunity to do that. And then TJ says, for the rest of you, this is your worst nightmare. Welcome to Mission Survive the Night. You're going to be in these cells and you're going to do a series of challenges throughout the night. And whoever gets out of their cell early enough after surviving the night wins yeah and we're we're unsure exactly how this is going to go down but we do see them load up into their cells um you know cam in an interview says this is the first mission ct and i will have to participate together it's really going to show us what we've got and i'm when i'm seeing this i'm thinking like man i loved the, the only overnight challenge i ever liked was the one in rivals three where they had like people come on every hour and do like entertainment acts and then you had to try and memorize facts about them yeah that was cool and then i hopped on twitter and someone else tweeted the only good overnight um daily of all time was the one from rivals three and i was like yes that i'm glad that that is a popular opinion and not just something i feel this one looks cool though I, I, you know, we I did, don't know. We, we it's dark. We won't actually see uh, in this episode. We don't what know it is. shit what it's, they're doing, but the we end did of the episode. We did see everybody's hands tied together in chains. I think there's going to be an element of spookiness to this as well. Yeah, so probably. that's why I kind of am anticipating this to be kind of fun. We get some scares. Okay. Get I some could scares see that. out of it. But that was the end of this episode. I will say, big bounce back from last week's episode where I feel like not much happened. And, uh, you know, I was kind of shitting on you know, the uh, decision to make it a to be continued because I think we all as challenge fans do not like when they uh, mess with the order of our episode. We want eliminations at the end of the episode. Last week, we didn't get an elimination at the episode. This week, we got a double elimination in the beginning of the uh, this episode, making this the best beginning of the episode the entire season. I think this episode will go up there as a top three for the entire season. I think this was an exciting episode, lots of drama. People are in this show long enough to have uh, gotten feelings for other cast members in like an emotional way like you double cross your partner now you've been with them for a month or whatever it's been you know longer than that so um it's uh it's getting tensions are rising and i think that's good for the drama on this show uh and i thought this was a really good episode and i'm looking forward to seeing this overnight challenge next episode as am i you guys thank you so much and as always may tj be wearing pea coats when he comes to tell you you're medically unfit and may he stop saying because just because like we're having like problems in production that anything can happen on the challenge it's something i wanted to mention (laughs) earlier like yeah lolo went home and so we like People are leaving the show and there's not enough people to compete in this partner's challenge we've got. So like we have to make some changes. So that's what we're doing here. Not like, look at that. Lolo quit just like we planned. (laughs) Anything can happen in the challenge. Anyway, folks, we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.